I was like, I've danced with you hundreds of times and I've never felt this with you in any other dance. And then I was just like, holy sh something about this look is magical. Not the look like a queen. Like she was just dressed like it. Everyone's just circling around her. She was a queen, bro. And she was like, Bruna, you're gonna teach Jess this. We're gonna go over this. I'm gonna take Abe, we're gonna work on this. We went to separate parts of, of the room. When we came back together, was like a freaking cosmic event. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Zook Pod, episode number five. We're here with the best co-hosts in the entire world. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Ali. I'm Abe. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about, man, how the moments in Zook that have really affected us and that we still think about and we still carry in our hearts. And so I, I know you, you have a story that you wanted to share, so we can go with yeah. you first. Um, I had an instructor that, one of my very first instructors, and she would get like, I don't know what she would get, but she would get something out of bringing people to LA. And I remember going to, being invited to my first Zook social. And I think it was honestly just to save money or get free entry or like save on gas. Obviously, we're all pitching in for that. But I end up getting to the social, um, and this instructor just blows off with uh, other people, right, from LA and stuff like that. Takes no conscious of of me or what I'm doing, which is fine, you know? We're all there to enjoy the party. But then I just ended up sitting in the corner by myself the whole time. Like, and I, I remember the space, like, and shout out to John Manego. Because this is at the very, this is at the old spot of Zucchata. And it's a freaking small little room. And it was an amazing energy, amazing vibes. There was a Zook room and then there was a Bachata room. Um, and now he has a Kizomba room and all these other rooms as well. It's a really huge event. Uh, but I just remember sitting down in the Zook room. And I was just like literally against the corner and just sitting down there. And then one girl that night just like, I guess just felt really bad for me because she saw me. I was just like, I was in awe, right? I was just like, oh my gosh, so amazing. Just watching all the dancers. But obviously I wanted to dance, right? And I had learned basic step. So I could do something, but it was, uh, it was really hard because nobody wanted to dance with me. Nobody uh, invited me to the community. Nobody made me feel welcomed. And then there was this one girl that came up to me, oh, would you like to dance? And I already knew it was a sympathy dance, you know what I mean? But that small gesture and action fucking meant a lot to me. And I was like, dang, you know, one person made me feel welcome. And because of that, I continued in Zoom. Like, I was like, dang, I don't want anyone to feel how I felt that day, if that makes any sense. And I was just like, I don't, yeah, everyone should be welcome to the community. Everyone should be a part of it. No matter who you are, what your background is, where you come from, they should be welcomed. And then that one small gesture from that, from that girl, like always reminds me, like always to welcome the beginners and make them feel like they're at home. So knowing your story, you were already really into bachata, salsa, kizomba, all yeah, of them? I was or? already in salsa. I bet you I think you said exactly yes. And so you already, and I remember you were telling me stories of how like in Bachata or in the other Latin dance scenes, like you were, you had a really big community. 
And here you were venturing out into something new in which you weren't very welcome that first, at that first social you went to. Why did you keep going? Like, what about her giving you that sympathy dance made you want to continue? It wasn't so much about the sympathy dance. It was about, um, obviously the dance is very beautiful and yeah. it, um, it resonated with me very emotionally. And I liked the fact that I could dance to songs that I enjoyed and already listened to. But if I wouldn't have had someone welcome me or make me feel a part of it, I probably wouldn't have continued because I would just be like, oh, this isn't for me. This isn't my crowd. You know what I mean? Oh, this is only for the exclusive few talented people that make it or can do it. So, but then everyone kind of gave you that treatment except for one person though. Everyone in LA. I, and I remember those faces clearly <laughs> as day. I remember them so clearly. I, like, I just went to Rio and had, I felt a very similar way, but we'll get, we'll get to there later. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out Rio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, damn, that freaking sucks, you know? And I was like, it's fine, you know, I'm gonna get good. Yeah. And all you guys are gonna wanna dance with me, you know? And it actually didn't end up working like that. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it was like, damn, another lesson, right? It was like, some people you click with, some people you don't. Yeah. And it's okay if you don't, and you have to respect that. And you'll have your people that you do click with, resonate with those, be with them, venture out with them. And then the other people that don't, it's fine. We all speak the same language, but we all don't have the same ideas and thoughts and ideologies, um, you know, that yeah. connects us together. And yeah, but uh, yeah, that's another lesson that I learned. So everyone let them be themselves. And if you mesh with them, you mesh with them. If you don't, don't. Yeah, I know, I feel the same way. You know, because I, I came into Zoot for community and, you know, because I had just moved to Austin. I didn't know anyone and and I wasn't going to college. I dropped out of college my, out of my first year. So like college is a very easy way to make friends because you guys have classes. And here I was thrown into the kind of like the, the adult life right away and not building any social skills that in high school or in college. And so an easy way, an easy access point for me was always dance. Right. Even even when I was bad. And um, kind of same idea, right? Like wanting to go there to learn, to meet all these people, to get good. But you just realize that, man, you don't mesh with a lot of people and that's okay. You don't need to. Yeah. And, um, but the people that do really, that you do really like jive with, you guys really click like that. Those people can become like one of the best, one of your best friends, you know? Yeah. And that's what matters. Um, but yeah, how about you, LA? What, what was the moment in which you felt Brazilian Zouk really, really affected you or changed your life? Yeah, so for me, it's not just Zouk. My first moment was about dance in general. Yeah. Was when I started this, because I started very young. I normally I was a, a shy kid, so 
I didn't communicate a lot. I was very shy. And then I, I met this and everything changed, like my personality and my communication. And I think it's easier, sometimes it's easier you express yourself dancing than talking. Yeah. And this helped, helped me a lot. So I grew up much better than I was supposed to be because I was very shy, I was a little bit depressed. And when I started to dance, in general, I was all Brazilian dances, including Zook. This changes all my life for real. And like, I'm I have been dancing more than 20 years. So it's wow. more than, yes, more than half of my age. So this is my life. Uh, dance is my life, teaching is my life, and helped me a lot. And I have a, a second moment that was, I think two years ago, so it's very recent. Uh, I was married and I had a toxic, toxic relationship. And then for years I was without touch people, really like hug, because my ex-husband was very jealous. So for years I was like just saying hello, far away and not hugging people a lot. And then I come back to, to the next scene uh, principal uh, and I had a dance with Lua, uh, Lua from Lua and Adriana. Wow. Yes, and Lua is about touch. Everything is about touch and connection and intimate. So intimate dances. And the first time, like the first moment, was a shock for me because he was touching and I was like, okay, let's dance like this, <laughs> like with my frame, like, frame like this. And then I started to laugh because I was nervous, but then I released a little bit and this started to be more soft. And then I felt, oh, okay, I can hug people without worry again. I feel that I really can share like who I am and share without worry. So mm -hmm. changed my life again for the second time. It was very important and I say this for everyone that I can. I share this story because it was very important. And thank you, Lua. Uh was amazing for me. And now I came back and everything is much more happy now. So what did what changed after that dance? You were more open to physical touch? Yes, yeah, more open okay. to physical touch, more open to um letting myself how can I how can I explain the senses? Yeah, to senses and to trust people because mm. I had issues with stress because of my excess. Yeah. But so I think this helped with this too. You trust that this person is care of caring of you, you know, taking care of you. That's so interesting because you're it's coming from a follows perspective, right? Yeah. So as leads, we're always the one thinking about taking care of our follow. I do feel that when I'm with Adriana, for example. Cause she's like, hey, like, don't worry, like, it's chill. But I don't feel that really with anyone else, you know. Yeah. Everything else is like, no, I, I gotta dictate where this dance goes. I think know? they are uh, special with this, this thing. Like, they have the perception. Yeah, it's really beautiful, and it's very rare, you know. Especially, you know, we watch all these demos, and it's all about movements and looking cool and show and showmanship. And there's there's a place for that, and there's a lot of beauty in that. But uh, there's just something so amazing to when you can just relax and just really, I don't know, just 
meet as just human beings, not as trying to be better, uh, be someone better, or like be someone that's like cool. It's just no, we're just his heart's a heart, you know. So I think that's is is that what you felt? Kind of kind of like a meeting of of that of like vulnerability. Yes, and I think learning how to trust in people again, because mm -hmm. was at the time it was very hard for me. I was like separating people from me, you know, like being far away, not so close, not a lot of friends, because I had a lot of issues. And then uh, the dance changed everything. This dance with Lua changed everything. And I realized that I can give myself more mm -hmm. without worry. Yeah. I cannot imagine a version of you like that, because yeah. you're so social, right? You're yeah. always hanging around people yeah, and exactly. all the time. And hugging people, I'm like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. What about you, Matt? Um, so I do have a moment, but I also have... Before that moment, I had already danced Zook for about a year. Um, and I think the most beautiful thing about Zook for me is there was a point in time when I was still only in, within my, uh, my first year of dancing Zook. And I, was, and I said to myself, wow, I feel more like an artist dancing and doing these basic movements than in filmmaking um, because there's something about listening to the music, like dancing to the music that you love and you really enjoy and, and being able to like move and express yourself to the, to the music and having structure to do so. So I'm not just flailing my arms everywhere. Um, and to then be able to share that with someone else. I thought that was like so amazing um, my favorite dances in Austin were with Stephanie Mack. Like, man, Stephanie was amazing. Um, we could just really connect, you know. And and um, she she made it feel like I can just be myself, you know, and and just really express. And uh, after I interviewed William, because William gave a lot of advice and tips and suggestions on how to be more creative. Man, I, I remember coming. Um, coming to the socials and I would be dancing with her and we just make up like a bunch of shit. it wasn't clean but I'd be every like every other movement was something I've never done before and it was and I could only do that because she I felt like she accepted me right and then from that there was this expression that came out that just poured out of myself that I've I've never seen before um in myself and I would go home and I would like like basically send uh voice messages to Victor being like, yo, oh my God, bro. Zook is awesome. Zook's amazing. Da, 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 da. Like, like, oh, it's, I feel so amazing and I feel like I can express myself. And, and it's that, 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 that Zook high that everyone talks about. And it's crazy because I don't really feel that, that really anymore. And I, and I guess what I'm learning is that it, it comes and it goes, right? Um, I really want to hold on to that feeling and, and that moment. But the reality of it is, you know, it might last a week, maybe more, maybe less. And then you got to go back into the training room and keep, keep, keep bettering yourself until that moment comes. That's what you're finding helps you right now is training more and keeping something new. Yeah, yeah, because it's weird because um, when you talk about flow state and enjoying dance, for me, that's, that's why I started to love Zouk is because of moments like that. And then... And then when I came here, I felt less creative, and I don't. And there can here be a, is Sao Paulo. Yeah, 
And it could be a mix of things, right? Um, it could be that, you know, the people I'm dancing with aren't, aren't as, as accepting as Stephanie. And that's okay, like no one has to be. So that could be an aspect, so I feel like I need to be more on point with things. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just relax and do something silly. Yeah. I think another part of like dancing with Stephanie is that like, you know, like <laughs> we would do really silly things and we just laugh it off. And that was a part of our dance. Like there's a Nelson Freitas, Freitas song and it goes like, I have sex on the kitchen, sex on the floor. Oh. And I'd just be like, it. I would do like, I would jump on the ground and I'd do like a viral on the ground because that's what the music is asking for. Just really silly stuff like that. And, and if I can do that, then I can do anything, you know, like we could just try it out. And then we can then put the structure of Zook in it. And then it, it was like, and that's what made it so amazing. Here I don't feel that. I feel like you need to, you need to be popper. You need to know what you're doing or else they'll be like, what the heck what are you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a joke. Yeah. In a very demeaning way, you know? Um, and so... That's and, actually the truth. That's the truth of Sao Paulo. I would actually agree with you. They're very straightforward, very strict on their technique, on what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Uh, very to the rules, by the rule book. Um, yeah, and if they do create out of it, they're very like, does this follow the rules? I'm so happy that we're actually talking about this because I totally forgot about why I even liked Zook for these past like month. Cause I was like, man, this, I'm not enjoying it as much as I used to, but it was because of dances like that with Stephanie and with other people too, where we could just be silly. And like, we still have the structure, but like what's more important than the structure is our own expression coming out and coming together and, and then driving to the music. And, and I haven't been feeling that as of late. It's more of, yeah, it's more of, yeah, it's very proper. And can you be, on beat, can you look good? And I forget that this is this this pursuit of dance is for me, right? Um, so, yeah, I'd say like it was a lot of moments over time that made me really start to love Zook and that expression coming out. Um, and I think the second uh, or the big moment that really changed my life that led me to come here is. Uh, coming to Sao Paulo in January, January and training with, with you and I. Like that was, man, I, I, you know, as a kid, I've always searched for this, this feeling of belonging and I could never really find it. And for the first time in, in, in a long time or maybe ever, I felt like I, I belonged somewhere. I didn't even feel like I belonged in the Zoop scene, but just with us three, I was like, man, like, like I'm, I'm a part of this and, 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 and really have building that camaraderie and, and, you know, I'm kind of like a, a lone wolf a lot of times. And, um, and that was just an amazing feeling. And the fact that we could bond over Zook, like Zook's what brought us together, right? Without it, we probably wouldn't have met. And that, that then inspired me to like, you know, because I was here and you were showing me, you're introducing me to people and showing me the culture and die also. Like, I was like, man, this is so cool. I, I'd love to have more of this. So let's just move here. Why not? And, and that's how that all happened. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's a moment that changed my life. And then the joy of just improving, because another, another part about training with you is that, like, my Zook wasn't very proper before that. Like, there was, there was very little foundation, even though I, w I went to all the classes and 
you know, took privates here and there. Like nothing kind of clicked. And then when I started training with you, everything started to kind of come together. Still on a basic level, but now I was dancing Zouk, right? I knew I was. Um, and that's something that's really important. Um, yeah, to just feel like, hey, like, I can dance this. This does finally make sense. It's not this, you know, you, you would point to, we would watch a demo and you would be like, all, all they're doing is just routine, right? And what that means is there's a set of sequences and movements that they've trained over and over and over and over again. And that's why they look so good. It's not because they're like, I mean, they are talented, but it's not because, oh, like, by the grace of God, like, he waved his hand and then they all of a sudden had magical dance powers, you know? Like, that's no, not how it works. Right. You can know. Like, you were, you were, you were like, this, what, this training we're doing now, you know, spending three, four, five hours doing privates and just drilling and drilling and drilling, that's what all of these amazing artists have to do. So if you did that, you could get to their level if you wanted that. And that just made it more digestible for me and be, and be like, oh, this is something I can do. And here are all the building blocks to actually get there. It's actually not that hard. What's hard is the consistency and the grind and do you really want it, right? Putting in that work. Exactly. So that's, that was really cool. Yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Of course. Of course. Amazing, guys. You, you have, one more, you have a, one more moment that you wanted to share? I do. You said there are two. That's true. We boiled it down to one, so then all I focused was on that one. Uh, I don't remember my second one at this point in time. Hold on. Because there's lots of moments. Well, how did Hanatha change your life? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, again, I was at a social in L.A. And, again, I was just sitting down because I sucked. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I was so bad. I was the person that nobody wanted to dance with. Oh. Like, I was that bad. Like, I was super horrible. But why? And why? Because I didn't have any real proper dance experience. I'm just a Mexican that went to parties and danced with their, like, <laughs> Just uncles, shaking. cousins, and stuff like that. Okay. And, like, you know, salsa, cumbia, merengue. And I thought I was a shit. Um, and I thought I was a shit. But then once I got introduced to a proper dance and ballroom, I was just like, oh, shit, man. I don't know nothing. So I very learned that I was humbled very quickly, especially in Zook, because at this point in time, I'd already done salsa, bachata, and kizomba for a while. And so I was already proficient in those, you know, I could make somebody feel good, uh, do cool things, have cool tricks, keep multiple dances going. And all of a sudden I go to Zook and I'm just like bottom of the barrel. And I honestly think that's why salsa, bachata, and quizomberos don't go to Zook. Because they're already proficient at what they dance. And why would they want to go to the bottom? When I was in salsa, bachata, and quizomba, I felt the bottom. It wasn't as drastic and as cutthroat as Zook was, yeah. but there was a bottom. But the, but the good thing about those dances was that there was more people at the bottom that I could dance, express, and enjoy. You know what I mean? Bottom being beginners. Beginners, yeah. So, and then I come to Zook, and I start going to these socials in LA, and I'm trying to get myself incorporated into this new community called Zook. Um, 
and be a part of it. And that's why I wanted to, I wanted to be accepted, right? By them. So let's get this straight. So you lived, you lived in San Diego. I lived in San Diego. And you drive two hours to LA and two hours back. Two just hours and a half, each way. Just to do a dance in which you weren't very welcomed and no one wanted to dance with you. Why? Because um, I took this, at first I didn't like Zoom. I was like, I took my first class um, at LA Bachata Festival and my friend was like, oh, Abe, let's go try this zoo class. And I was like, okay, I took it. And I was like, and let me explain the backstory to this. So I'm at LA Bachata Festival and there's a room for salsa. There's a room for bachata. And for some reason, the zook and Kizomberos got shoved in this tiny closet. It wasn't a tiny closet, but it's a small room. And then the zookers, and these, these guys become my friends later on, okay? So I'm not going to name names. But then these zookers, I'm over there doing like my Kizomba basic step, taking up a small space. And these zookers come and they're flaring their heads <laughs> and their head and they're doing all these big movements. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, these people are so annoying. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then... The, um, and they all wear yoga pants, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember these people and I'm like, they're almost hitting me and my partner. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So then my partner the next day, they're like, oh, let's go try this new thing called Zook. And I'm like, you're talking about those crazy people? <laughs> and then I was just, they're like, she was like, it's not crazy. Like, I want to try it out. It looks so cool. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And she was like, come on, let's do it. And she convinced me to do it anyways. Um, and we do this class. And my very first class actually was with Shawnee Mayer. Shout out to her. Amazing. But I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. It was really advanced stuff for somebody who knew nothing. And then uh, at, I just thought that literally the follow was doing her own thing. And the only thing I was like, I could conceive was like, how the hell is the guy or the lead controlling that? Like for me, it was just the follow throwing their heads everywhere. <laughs> and for me, it was like an obstacle and like a game, how to avoid the head. <laughs> game, how to avoid the head. <laughs> yeah, like, like taming the beast is how I'm going to put it. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and I just didn't, I was just like, this is very complex. Did not like it. Um, and then my friend was like, oh, I want to do this other class. And I was like, you know what? Didn't really like it. Not my thing. I think I'm going to stick to Kizumba, Salsa and Bachata. Love those. Can connect very easily. And it's my vibe. Um, and it ended up being that somehow Zook was brought to San Diego from like this artist, right? And she was going to be there for a few weeks. And then my friend was like, oh my gosh, after the festival, she was like, we're going to have Zook in San Diego now. And then I'm like, oh, great. And she was teaching at my studio, which I had an unlimited pass to. I paid a monthly fee and I could take all the classes I wanted to. And she was like, let's take the class. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Didn't really enjoy it. She was like, but you take every other class. And I'm like, that's true. And then my other friend named BJ, he was like, she got you there. And she was like, after that, after that class, I think we have intermediate salsa and you're going to take that anyway. So 
why not just do the zoo class? And I take this class and um, it was really shocking to me because it was actually quite the shock because we were just holding each other in, in a, an embrace. And then I just feel something come up her spine. And I'm just like, Katie, what the f is that? And then she was like, oh, I get these back spasms a lot. I was like, I've danced with you hundreds of times and I've never felt this with you in any other dance. And all of a sudden I could feel it. She's like, yeah, I get them all the time. And then I was just like, holy s***, something about Zook is fucking magical. Because I literally felt like the nerve come up in a simple embrace and could feel what her sensation, yeah. her body ache, her body pain. Do you, think the, do you think the Zook embrace is deeper than the Kizoma embrace? Or is, or is it just too different to compare? I don't know. I, I don't think I have... I've, at this point, I know very little Kizomba. Um, and I cannot speak about it because I'm pretty sure you could get much more profound in it. Yeah. So I don't want to make any statements in it. But from that, I, what I can say from my experience was that one Zook class in that closed embrace, I felt something that I had never felt. Mm -hmm. before dancing with the same follow yeah and i was just like holy shit, there's something there so from there i was just like i need to have i need to i need to explore this thing called zook um and there was there was nothing in san diego so then i was like and then one person was like let's go to la <laughs> and i was like let's go and we'd make the drive, and at first it was just for like Zukchata classes. Zukchata is like an event in LA where they have bachata, zuk, and kizomba and salsa. And they dance, and each style has their own room. And so I would go take the zuk class and stay for the whole night. It's one of the biggest parties in LA. Uh, so I would go there, take the class, and but I got addicted to it. I was like, holy, oh, I need to learn more. And I, kept, I kept seeing this, and this is how it reverts back to the story. And I kept seeing this, and I was like, amazing, 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 amazing. Like, all these amazing dancers. And I literally go up to them, because I'm just sitting down. I'm like, dude, who'd you train with? Dude, who'd you train with? Follow after lead, after follow, after lead, after follow, after lead. And they were like, Hanata Pisana. That's um, crazy. And I was like, and I was like, who the f is Hanata? And at the time, I didn't say Hanata. I said Hanata or something like that. I was like, who, who's Hanata? I was like... I have no idea. And then I'm like, who'd you train with? Who'd you train? Hinata, Hinata, Hinata. I'm like, I need to train with this Hinata person. And yeah, I got in touch with the school. And I was like, I heard all the best dancers come for me. Like, I, I, I want to learn. And she was in LA at that time? Uh, at that time, she wasn't. She was, so she ran the program in LA through uh, my instructors, Christine Clinton. Shout out to them. Uh, but they run the Hinata Pisanya program in LA. And I got in touch with them and started doing classes. Um, oh, and all of a sudden there was like this waiting period. And I, they were like, oh yeah, the next, our next, we just started classes, but you're late. Uh, you can't join. You can't join until like three, four months from now. Whoa. Yeah. So, so now I'm in like, I'm waiting. And I'm like, God damn it, what do I do? So I started training 
uh, open classes, right? And I found these other people that I loved seeing. I was like, damn, I love their swag. And that was uh, Bruno and Faye now. Back then it was Bruno and Olga, but now it's Bruno and Faye. They run the Denver, the Denver Congress. Elevation. Elevation, exactly. Nice. So they were my instructors. Shout out to them. Freaking. And they, they were teaching me, right? Um, because apparently I couldn't get into this exclusive program of Hanata Pesanya <laughs> in LA. So, uh, and I was like, all right, f- you guys, I'm still going to learn. Um, and Bruno and Faye were, were teaching lots of cool movements and they were like very detailed and, and really good instructors as well. And so I got a lot of value out of them. And I remember going to uh, Christine Clinton and I was like, oh, look what I learned. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, my God. Why? Because it just, I guess, wasn't clean. And then they were like worried, right? Because my technique was horrible. And... They were like, oh, yeah, like, in, like, two months, we start the program, right? I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, I totally want to do this program. All the best dancers come from you guys, so I am, like, in that for sure. I ended up subscribing to that program. I ended up getting in it, meeting Hanata, talking to Hanata, getting closer to the real family because of that, right? They ended up coming to um, Rio is Here Festival. Um Oh, that, they've been running that for a while, then. In L.A., yeah. They've been okay. running that for a while. And that's when I actually met her and uh, got more in touch with her and got to meet her and, like, yeah. really bonded with her and started taking classes from that point on with her in private. And it was amazing. Honestly, that was still the best private to this day that I've taken. With. And what about me is so amazing? Okay, so... Christy and Clinton are, are amazing. But when I had Hinata, Hinata didn't know who I was. She literally had me and Jess, my old partner, dance one song. She saw us dancing and she was like, you need to work on this, this and that. She told Jess, she was like, you need to work on this, this and that. And in like two minutes, devised the program for that hour. And she was like, Bruna. You're going to teach just this. We're going to go over this. I'm going to take Abe. We're going to work on this. We went to separate parts of, of the room. Mm. Um, and we worked on an individual. When we came back together, was like a freaking cosmic event. It was like everything just functioned and worked properly. In like a time span of 15, 20 minutes. And I was just like, wow. Like no one has been able to do that, you know? Like, that is masterful skill level where you could see what one person needs, see what another person needs because they could be on totally different pages, combine them together, create a training program for them in that moment, and then having their dance be completely different in one hour. Wow. That to me was mind-blowing and inspirational. I was like, damn, I need to get to that level. Of course, this comes with like freaking 30 years of teaching and dancing and whatever, right? And so, and training, so it's like, but that was like, mind-blown. Yeah, no, I I can relate with that. It's, what keeps me into Zuka is all these amazing instructors that you end up, you know, like, encountering. 
and you take their class and it's just like, whoa, like another layer, another layer, another layer, another aspect, you know, it's just, it's, it feels honestly limitless. Like there's so many directions you can take. Um, LA, I, I know you, you trained with Jaime. Yeah. For how, for how many years? My teacher. He was my teacher for, I don't know, since maybe 2002, two, three. So, long time, but Jamie's cool. All right. So, I had classes with him, but I had classes with the other teachers. So, uh, let's, give, let's give context in this real quick. Hanatha is the founder of Brazilian Zook. She is the, yeah, I would say co-founder, right? Adilio and Hanatha both created it together. Yeah at Jaime Rocha's school. So Jaime Rocha provided that space and opportunity for them to be creative. So you have this, you guys had this, this very unique opportunity to train from generation one teachers, like the people who started it. Like nowadays you learn from third, fourth generation, right? Maybe second generation if you're lucky, or if you have the money, because <laughs> they're usually really expensive uh, international instructors. But mainly it's, it's, it's third, fourth generation. Yeah. And so what was it like to train with the, what do people call him, what, the god of Brazilian dance? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jaime is amazing. Like, he's a, an artist, really an artist. So he can do a lot of things, not just, like, technical movements. In the he he has the knowledge, but he's, like, blown and mind-blowing, you know, like, I cannot explain Jaime. It's something, there is something very special with him, and I never saw this, the same thing in no one else. So he's very special, and he has the feeling for every dance. I think he can really make you love this and express yourself, you know, and make you feel special doing this. Dude, Jaime's like a freaking magician, bro. Yeah, he's a magician. <laughs> Because everything is magical. Like, I would tell people, like, okay, you could have technique and stuff. You get that from other people. But you learn to dance with Zyna. You learn how to freaking dance. Yeah. I don't, because I don't, um, I would say in his definition, movements is not dance. Oh. And dance, when you learn dance from Zyna, I say you get the essence of what dance really is. Dance in general? Yeah, dance in general. Doesn't matter the style. And he can teach you how to dance. He won't teach you movement. He teaches you how to dance. And he does it in the most bizarre ways. Freaking insane, but it works. Exactly. If you never did that class with Jaime, you should, because it's very special. I want to. I, me and oh, him and Shandi are the people I'm just like, I, I've heard so many things about, uh, so many good things about them from, from A. I'm like, I want to. Just because they're so bizarre as teachers, right? Yeah. They're not the regular Azuka uh, <laughs> directors. Shandy's amazing too. But Jaime, holy God damn. Damn. That was amazing. And my first Zook instructor, like real Zook directly, was Veronese, Renato Veronese. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Damn. So it was about like 2004, 2005. Wow. I was... Three years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Renato, and it's amazing Renato too, because he created his own style. So he came from traditional Zouk, and then he creates his own style. And 
And in 2003, was he teaching soup or, or not? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly. Okay. But I remember when I started here, he was teaching already. So probably. Wow. Dude, people have been around the block, bro. There's a lot of work and effort that goes into this. Literally over 20 years. Yeah. People have been working really hard to get where they're at. Mm -hmm. So this is why people, when they're impatient with their dance, I'm like, dude, these people took 20, 30 years to get to where they're at, you know? And people are frustrated that they're not getting it in a month or in an hour. Mm -hmm. It's like, all good. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely there needs to be humility to it, right? Like in anything. And I don't think people see that. I think they just see like this amazing dancer, but they don't see the struggle and effort, you know, that they went through. For example, Leo and Anna like, were telling me stories of how they were drinking tap water because they didn't have, you know, money to buy like good water in Rio, like trying to make it as artists and really putting in all the effort and putting in like hours upon days. They said they were trying like, I don't remember the exact amount, but it's somewhere around five to eight hours a day wow. just training. I'm like, I'm tired after two. I can't imagine what that could even look like or how they're bodies like you know and that's why they're masters and like and, and like going going back to what we we talked about at the beginning of this episode it's that like man when you look at an amazing artist you have the potential to do what they do but in your own unique expression right but it's just you got to put in the work right like you were we were um I remember the first uh, month I got here back in January and you were showing me Hafa and Issa. These like little 14, 13, 14 year olds dancing Zook and they were doing these crazy things. I'll play the clip here if you're watching on the, on the video uh, version. But it was incredible and it wasn't, you know, they're still kids and still trying to figure it out. But wow, like for 13, 14 year olds, I mean, they're already, you know, more aesthetically impressive than I am right now, you know, and it's just incredible. And how long did it take, take her to, to get to where she is, you know? Yeah, exactly. She's been how many years now? Yeah. That's crazy. I got the shivers. Bikes. Yeah. Um, circling back to, to community and maybe not feeling welcomed at the beginning, it was crazy because I went to Rio, like, last week, and... I was so excited to dance because I was like, oh my God, Rio's a different scene. A has been telling me about Rio scene. Like, you love Rio. Do, do, you, do, you, do you like Rio? Rio Zoo? <laughs> okay. we'll, 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 we'll put a bookmark on, on whatever that is. <laughs> Actually, um, we should talk about this. I want your experience, my experience, and her experience. Because okay. these are all different experiences. Yeah. Uh -huh. And from different cultures, different backgrounds. Yeah, exactly. So I actually, this is amazing. Okay. I went for the weekend and I was so excited to dance because uh, this chick played me and so I felt kind of bad about it. Not really, but it didn't work out, all right? Um, and so I was like, oh, you know, it's all good. Like, I, I got to go dance tonight, you know? Um, you were talking about this in the podcast, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't care, bro. I'm, open, I'm an open book. So you went to go see this girl yeah. in Rio and it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. And you're like... Okay, I'm gonna go to the studio and dance. Yeah. I'm in the motherland. Exactly. You know, this is where Zook came from. And um, 
And I went and I was so excited and they had a Jack and Jill and it was, the energy was amazing. Like the energy was amazing. And uh, I actually prefer it over Sao Paulo, you know? I mean, not to compare anything, but just the energy was just so, you can tell like they're so close. So close. And everyone is so supportive. Like they're, like, it's a Jack and Jill and, you know, it's this competition, but everyone in the audience is singing to, this, to the song that's being played and they're cheering and they're calling out the, 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 competit- the competitors' names. And I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. And you can see, like, Jrota uh, and Hanata and this other um, instructor. I forget her name. But, you know, they're just, like, they're just watching. And, like, Hanata looked like a queen. Like, she was just dressed like it. I remember at the end, like, after the Jack and Jill, like, like everyone was just circling around her. She was saying, her and her, her husband, right, were just saying hi to each person. And I was like, dude, this is, like... <laughs> Dude, she's like acting like royalty, you know? Like, she's, <laughs> she was a queen, bro. Everyone's coming there to like, kiss her feet. No, Dude, no, she was a queen. Did you know that's actually her nickname? That's the, she is the queen of Zook. No, 100%. She's the founder. I know, but no, that is her nickname as well. Haina? No. Haina? Yeah, whatever. I don't are, know. are you saying it? I know, we don't call her queen, but... Really? <laughs> no. Well, she's a queen. That's Hanata Maseo. We just say Hanata Maseo. She's the queen of Zook. Like, she was known as that for a long time. Um, and I was like, "Oh my God!" It's, okay, now the social about to start. Let's get let's get going. Yeah. And and um, you know, when I danced with like the people who've been dancing for a while, you know, their energy was amazing. You know, I remember I danced with this girl. She got into the final round. What did she look like? She had like tats all over her her neck and and her arm and. So descriptive, bro. Obviously, well, you have tats. No, like it's like tats in her neck and her sleeve. Oh, okay. She's a short girl. Oh, yeah, okay. I think you're talking about. She yeah. just had a baby, right? Yep. She just had a oh, baby. I know her. I just don't remember her name. My favorite dance was with her. She's she was, amazing. She was sitting in the corner the entire time, uh, taking care of her baby yeah. with, with with her man. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing too. Did you see him dance? A little bit. And I was like, man. What is she doing here? The music is so freaking loud, and she's taking care of her baby in the corner the entire time. And I was like, man, and, it's, and you know, it was like maybe like two, three hours in. I was like, man, like, uh, no one has asked her to dance. Like, I'm going to go talk to her. Because she's incredible, you know? I was like, I was like, that's so interesting. I, I didn't understand it, and it, none of my business, but I went to ask her to, her to dance. She's like, yes. And yes, she had incredible energy, man. I was like, this is one of the reasons why I want to keep dancing is because when you interact with people like these, they're so welcoming, you know? And everyone brings a different flavor and, and that felt just so good. Um, but then, uh, and then other people too, I forget her name, but I was like, oh yeah, by the way, do you know Abe? And then she was like, yeah, I know yeah, Abe and Kawan, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember them. <laughs> uh, but she was really amazing too. I, I forget her. God damn it, dude. These are my people. <laughs> but so the people that are the community... They contribute to the community. Like, she was she was dancing, and then she had to work the front the front door. Um, the people that, like, were good dancers, have been dancing for years, like, they were incredible to dance with, good energy. But everyone else, man, super, super standoffish. Really? Super standoffish. And I didn't understand, because you told me Frio had more connection to Sao Paulo. And I was like, okay, cool, like, I'm excited. And I go there, and then every follow I dance with, um, or most, like, I'd say 70% of the follows I dance with were just, like, really? looking around when I was dancing with them. They weren't present. And I was like, I'm so confused. Like, is it me? Is it? And I was like, nah, like, I don't know. 
I don't know. And it did make me feel insecure. I was like, man, maybe I should get better so then they, they should they can stop trying to, you know, like giving me courtesy dance is what it felt like, you know. But uh, I didn't I didn't appreciate that. Not like they owe me anything, but it's, it's not really appreciated when. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather just you say no. Yeah, because yeah, they accepted a dance and then they didn't even like take the time to spend and get to really know you, right? Have that conversation because dance is a conversation. And, and I do want to say like it was right after we had the Lou and Adriana converse, uh, podcast and, you know, we talked about, hey, like if the follow doesn't give you, um, uh, isn't present with you and doesn't care, like just have fun with yourself. And that's what I was doing. Like for two hours, I was like, oh yeah, like, Whatever, she doesn't care, but like, just, I love this music. I'm just gonna freaking do me play with it. And I had just learned um, the hip hop step, and so you can really play with that. And, uh, but I could, I could only do that for so long until I was like, man, I kind of want the connection. Like, okay, I'm having fun with myself, but let's, let's have a conversation here. And, and then I was just, all right, I'm going home. Like, that was kind of disappointing. Though there were good moments, right? Like with that girl, the, the blonde haired girl. Um, yeah, so. What do you think of that? Uh, I think I cannot say in general, but what I, what I feel about the karaoke people is that, <laughs> is that they have this superior oh, I'm style, the best. no, yes, like, I am karaoke, so I am. Not I, know, judging, I agree. I not actually judging, agree. But I think most of them have this feeling, and this is what bothered me. It's not something particular, and I know there are there is a lot of people that is not like this. But most of karaoke's have this. Ah, I am the best. I know what I'm doing. You are oh. like we have this thing in São Paulo and Rio de Janeiro, but it's only because of this feeling, like this way, this attitude. Like Zuki started in Rio. But we have amazing dancers in Sao Paulo. But even like this, people from Rio think they are su superior. So we have this. Yeah, and they suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, we, the, the people that were the most stuck up, <laughs> like, they like, look, they don't suck. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just a little butt hurt, right? But um, they were the beginners. Yeah, I know. They were the people who, like, I don't like don't have the foundations down. You you know what it is? I know what? what it is. There's um because we actually had this problem too, um in San Diego and LA. Okay. Um, it's something about learning from the founder, and I was like this too. Um, I was stuck up. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm the best. I'm this. I'm that. Right. I learned from the founder. Everybody else is wrong. You guys. And I don't know where it comes from because Hanata does not promote that at all. She's like a freaking so humble, very sweet person. For, for some reason, actually, I do know where that comes from because that comes from my instructor who taught me who was under Hanata. So that's all Clinton. <laughs> you call him out. Name drop. <laughs> Name drop. Because, no, and, and that gets transferred to the students as well. Like, I think instructors should be careful with that. And then it got transferred to me. And then it got transferred to my students. And I'm like, I, I became aware of it. And I'm like, holy shit, like, we need to fix this ASAP. And, and you know, like, this is, what saved it for me was, like, why I still go to Rio is because the good dancers were the humble ones. 
it's the ones that actually knew how to dance and could do all these amazing things. Dude, that girl that like almost won um, the Jack and Jill that weekend I was there was so kind. It was my best dance the entire night. You know, it's just like, but I don't know. It just it just tells you like the people that put in the work, right? That we've talked about. Man, they've they've got, they've been they've really worked for it, you know. And they they know how it feels like, and they can empathize. And I really appreciate that. Um, here's kind of like what, what do, you, do you think it's different? What? I think people in Sao Paulo are also stuck up. I think they're stuck up, but they're different because they have their own little posses, their own little groups in yeah. Sao Paulo. Um, and it's difficult, like you said. Rio is much more like a family. So there's not these separate groups. Mm-hmm. You have Henata's school and you have Alexis de Cavallo, which um, now is being run by Rafael and Isabel school. And you could tell that they're still together, that they're still a family and everyone supports everyone, just like how you stated. Here, uh, they'll support each other and kind of yell, but I don't feel the same energy. It's more like competitive. It's like, Oh, I need to get better than this. I need to, I need to get uh, a job. I need to do this so then that way I can get to Congresses. It's not really like I'm wishing you the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And most of the people I saw at that Jack and Jill event, I mean, I did see Rafael and, and a bunch of professionals, but most people I've never seen before, you know? And... um and I don't know, maybe they are trying to become professionals. Like, I don't know, right? Um, but yeah, but it, you're, like you said, it, did, it didn't feel very competitive at all. Yeah. Like, the, the people that were stuck with me were not stuck with anyone else, you know? Oh, so that's, that's what I wanted to touch on, because I think we had different experiences, right? You came in uh, as an outsider, as a gringo, right? Yeah. So you have to think about all these people are traveling to Rio uh, for to train there, right? They don't have any connection. They don't really know anybody. So I think these people are just used to like people kind of invading their space and being like, oh, we're the gringos here to take privates or here to do this or learn Zook or whatever, you know? And so they're not really brought into the community. For me, it was a little bit different because I was already a part of that community because I had hired these artists and brought them to the United States and gotten to know them because of all the festivals and stuff like that. Like, it was like family. Like, seeing Bruna, seeing Bruno, seeing Hanata, uh, seeing all them was like an immediate embrace. And like, oh my gosh, you're in my country, you're in my city. It was like, you know? And then I would go to all the group classes at Hanata, right? At Hanata school. So then I quickly met all the students. And then they're like, oh, you're from the U.S., but we come from the same school, you know? So immediately it was like um, acceptance. Um, and it was just like, it was very beautiful in that sense. Mm. It was, so it was very interesting to hear your story. It was completely different with, for me and my experience. What about you, Ale? I said already what I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. But what is that thing about karaoke that you want to point out? Well, what is that? No, it's just this feeling that they've feel they are so superior. It's not just Zook scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not just a Zook No, no. Samba too. Because Samba came yeah, yeah. from there too. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's not general, but most of the Cariocas have the same feeling. And this is the only thing that bothered me. But I have a lot of friends Cariocas that I love, so. No. 
Yeah. I think our equivalent is, is Californians, right? Yeah, no, 100%. We're California. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode. Um, thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe if you haven't yet. And yeah, if you have any questions that you want us to address, please put them in the comments below and we'll talk about next episode. Is there anything you want us to talk about? That'd be awesome. Yes, share with us. All right, well, that being said, you can find us also on Instagram and now we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all other podcast streaming services. So if you don't want to watch the video version, you can just listen in your car. So that's the new update. Yeah, let's go. Well, we'll catch you guys later. Peace.